0: Welcome to the Sheffield Gaming Podcast, the show that keeps you updated on gaming news and events in Sheffield this February. On this month's Just the Two of Us special, Matt Turner from the Treehouse Board Game Cafe and me, Connor Clark from Bone Loaf, talk about the best games for first dates. Later on in the show, we chat about how the National Video Game Museum is teaming up with CERN. Yes, that's CERN that do the crazy black hole physics stuff how Matt got forced to ask a burning question about Muppet's Christmas Carol on a recent night out, and how you can play the craziest horse racing betting simulator right here in Sheffield this February. Enjoy.
1: Matt, what was the first game that you and your partner played together? Like, just just the two of you, just one-on-one. Just one-on-one, one, the two yeah. of us. Uh, that would be Divinity Original Sin. Divinity? Two. Oh, really? Uh, no, one. The first one, Divinity first Original one. Sin. Oh, video game then. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, we and that was- sat- uh, kind of couch co-op, essentially doing yeah, doing I mean, the. Uh, that's a good cooperative one as well. You we actually have to work good. together. You have to share a lot of inventory. Yes, you do. You have to spend quite a lot of time dropping things on the ground or uh, or passing things back and forward. Yeah. Luckily, it's quite easy because you can just you don't have to like walk up to each other and trade. It's yeah, not like yeah. built like an MMO. It's built like you know you trust the person you're playing with. So you, it just says send to and then character. Yeah. And then if you gave them the magical orb that that will make you shoot fireballs out of your eyes, and you didn't mean to that's your problem they've already lost it in their inventory because they pick up every jug they find <laughs> on the ground yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, certainly taught i think it probably taught us quite a lot about each other <laughs> yeah. i mean so
0: this was like was this is early in the relationship as well fairly
1: yeah yeah not not like um not immediate but certainly uh fairly early on uh... you know we we're just in a in a in a glasgow shared house just huddled around my pc monitor uh, on split screen with with controllers, just uh, just trying to trying to get through and save the world.
0: That sounds uncomfortable. Um, but did you finish it? Importantly, we did finish it. Yeah. Ah, so there you go. And that is, I think you're set for life then. Right?
1: We haven't finished
0: Divinity Original Sin two though yet. Me neither. Is that and is that? Would you say then that a game like that, like a really hardcore RPG, is a good game to get to know somebody? If you were I don't know. You, you, know, you're in a fledgling relationship, and you want to, you know, share your shared interest in games with each other mm. um, is that a good start do you think
1: I'd say it, it's, a, it's a hard one to um, hard one to call it's gonna right. y- your mileage may vary as you might say that's
0: a 90 hour game as well yeah uh,
1: you really gotta be in, in for the long committed call.
0: yeah this isn't yeah. like a, this isn't like a fling you no know? this it's, isn't it's a not, tinder date
1: it's not a flirty it's not a flirty game I don't think that one <laughs> but, I think I think you for your flirty games you want your um, maybe even like passing controller back and forward if, yeah you, yeah Mario Kart like, kind of style maybe sort of or. Thing. A, yeah 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 um or like you can be if you want to be competitive or you want you, you want to go through a little horror game um oh, oh, good, together, good call that yeah. sort of thing all right um, so
0: my theory is the best game to play with somebody if you're trying to get to know them mm. is one and this is probably the best i think this is the best for like any kind of these situations anyway yeah um you want to put yourself you both of you or you want to figure out a way to feel like putting both of you In awkward situations where you're both uncomfortable. okay, Because I think then you... you, you, Outside
1: your comfort zone.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally outside your comfort zone. Because then I think you understand what the other person is like in... If you can understand what the other person is like in a crisis situation or not, you know, not necessarily Mm. a crisis situation, but in an uncomfortable situation, I think you might get to know the real them Mm. a little bit. Um, so I I actually used to work for an escape room company like running escape rooms and we had loads of couples that would come in either on a first date Mm. or they'd been together for a little while uh, or uh, as as had happened on a couple of occasions um we'd have somebody come to us like a week or so before and say yeah. i'm booked in an escape room can you hide this ring oh my goodness. in our puzzle box but somewhere please,
1: uh step in before they try to twist the diamond off to uh, you know <laughs> to, to find more clues uh,
0: but uh, fortunately, they go that far, But yeah but we have have had a few few marriage proposals whilst, wow. I, was, whilst I was doing games which was really cool yeah um but those kind of dates really worked. And I'd always recommend an escape room for yeah. a first date. Mm-hmm. Um, um, obviously, make sure you let them know beforehand. Like, oh,
1: are you comfortable with being locked with me in a room? Because <laughs> yeah.
0: the other person may say no. And that's yeah. totally don't, fine. do
1: bring that kind of date on them. Yeah, yeah. That's not a surprise date. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. But those that do do it for an early date, I think they get on so well because you know you understand what the other person is like you're stressed Mm -hmm. you have something to talk about afterwards so you want to go for a drink or some food afterwards like you can just reminisce about uh, it
1: I guess like uh debrief debrief yeah yeah yeah, exactly
0: um and you know and you understand that if they're going to be like it's kind of like you know the whole what is it the Marilyn Monroe Monroe quote you know the one that's overused and everything like if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best oh yes of course (laughs) you see the other person at their worst well yeah
1: (laughs) and also like it all also puts you on a level that is you might already be at your worst because you're nervous yeah right you're you're meeting someone if it's a first date or if it's just like you, you want this to really want this to go well mm-hmm. um, loads of reasons you might be like you're going to be nervous on a first date you're going to be nervous about doing the escape room as well. Yep. Like, it, it, it compounds those problems, and therefore, you can't tell which is which, and therefore, they get to see you in a more earnest light. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, yeah. Rather than. And, or, or, and if you do, do say anything stupid, right, which does happen on dates, and you yeah. overthink things afterwards, like, oh, why did I say that? Yeah. I was so dumb of me. Uh, no one, it doesn't matter. You just be like, oh, this is the game. <laughs> it's just, just an awkward game. I
1: had my head in the, head in the yeah. game, and it's a separate reality. That's a good idea, yeah. Um, if escape rooms are, are too much, you know, getting locked in. I always think of, of escape rooms as sort of like, you know, f- three, four uh, person experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's loads of stuff like um, the exit games. Um, yeah. Like yeah. The, the boxes, mm-hmm. um, where they are essentially like escape rooms in a box. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The Unlock series as well, mm-hmm. um, which uses an app. But, you, you know, you're there... Uh, you you get something to engage with your are learning for the first time. I can't tell you how important it, I don't know is to to me to find out about a part, a potential partner like how they learn how they okay. take on new information yeah, yeah. like um, because. You're going to be doing that quite a lot, presumably, over the yeah. cu- over the course of your life, because hopefully you won't just stay in the same uh, in the same comfort zone forever. Yeah. And that's true. like, so you know, learning how someone else experiences things that don't go quite right, or or you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing, is a really good. It's a really good test as well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. not that you should be testing people, but you know, it's, like,
0: it's, it's, yeah. But look, you are on the lookout for certain red flags and green flags exactly. Right? And I think it can be a red flag or a green flag that you sure. spot very early on. Yeah. Um, which might actually my Game recommendations. Obviously, I think an escape room's absolutely our games. Um, but if you are not looking to do an escape room and you're looking to stay in or you know find a game to play sat at the Treehouse Board Game Cafe, for example, um my game it's a
1: good, it's a good date spot. <laughs> it's, I imagine it's
0: quite a frequent date spot, yeah. isn't it? Uh, so my game recommendation is now this is what worked for me and my partner, um, is a really, really hard trivia game one that is like harder for anyone so me and my partner we used to go to a theater actually that had a bar a really cool bar and they had a copy of trivial pursuit from 1982 <laughs> okay right? like an original i think it was the genus 2 version so yeah. 1983 1982 around that era right mm-hmm. uh, all of the questions are based on current events from ten years before I was born, um, so <laughs> I have like absolutely no idea. And like maybe there's one or two that like geography questions that aren't uh, countries that are back then czechoslovakia or you know they're actually like countries that i might actually (laughs) have
1: um
0: and i can get those ones right
1: constantinople where's that yeah exactly
0: yeah (laughs) no idea Uh, but if you can get those ones right it's like watching an episode of university challenge right where you're like i got one right that's me done for the episode (laughs) pack it in yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. um and so you do that with the other person as well and like you know you just you get you have a, a little bit of elation when Either one of you gets a question. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, and I—that's my. So that's genuinely my recommendation: is an old, old version of Trivial Pursuit.
1: Yeah, and keep the pace up. Is, yeah. is the uh, like ooh, um, uh,
0: ooh, uh. Uh, no? So the fact that there are going to be loads of questions you're going to have no idea on. Relish in it. Yeah, Lo- love that fact. <laughs> Laugh about it. Like, do you have any idea? It's, no, me neither. Let's like move on.
1: Any quiz? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, I I prefer the the sort of uh, less dark souls of trivia games. Um, The ones that are um, obscured slightly, Mm -hmm. Um, whether or not that is through uh, the ones that aren't actually about facts, they're in fact more about communication. Yep. not quite trivia but the, but along the same lines as game mm-hmm. show style games um, yeah. or light trivia games that don't require from you like number accuracy uh, you know your wits and wages your confidence mm. um, you are, th- those are games that uh, ask you to express things uh, in ballpark figures or ranges where you sort of mm. like you're like I reckon it's somewhere around there and you get to sort of yeah. um, uh, ha- hazard those guesses yeah you take um, a punt
0: on it and just be like yeah yeah
1: exactly yeah. or um, Uh, my favourite day game, Timeline. (laughs) <laughs> it's a uh, it's a game that just I love to bits and I've, I've recommended it for most scenarios I think at, at, at any given time yep. uh, Christmas dinner uh, mm-hmm. you know um, getting a, to know a brand new group of friends I thought
0: you were going to say getting a divorce no no man that's the opposite of <laughs> what, this, a divorce, what this is
1: <laughs> divorce proceedings <laughs> getting to know your lawyer for your divorce proceedings no no that's not that's not very February of, me, of us is it okay <laughs> um, But yeah, no, uh, it's um, one of those games that, uh, especially if you do like the slightly more, I'll call them accessible ones, like um, the music and cinema one, Mm -hmm. where the stuff you're expected to know is more like which came out first, Rocky or Jaws, Mm -hmm. rather than uh, which uh, came first, the invention of gunpowder or the invention of, um, I don't know, uh, like yeah clocks is a good example right you know you sort of um which came first the burning down of the library at alexandria or the fall of the roman empire like it, it's sort of
0: those are two events that happened
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> they certainly are i <laughs> uh, um, i couldn't tell you but um yeah point being that like the the more accessible ones tell you not just whether this person knows about history, but mm-hmm. what they value, what parts of time, what parts of culture um, this person has paid attention to, the the kind of like, uh, the laying, the rolling out of the carpet of, you know, yeah. like they might have memories of a certain artist or, oh my dad listened to that way back in the day, that's probably from around his day, that sort of stuff. You yeah. get to know people yeah. who just... Fall, by... of, fall
0: of Rome, that's my, that's my <laughs> exactly. dad <man>.
1: my dad <laughs> used to listen. there. <laughs> my, my dad used to listen to the Library of Alexandria Burning <laughs> uh, soundtrack um but yeah so uh like timeline but also yeah um the the real killer for me mm-hmm. is uh, are those ones that don't even require an answer of you um uh they are mostly about communication uh code names duet um yeah. and wavelength mm-hmm. uh my favorite game maybe of all time oh, really um, is that there? yeah it, it might even be just it um it is the most one of the most versatile games i've ever come across yep. uh, for the most uh, kind of i always talk when i'm recommending games about use cases whether whether i should buy a game what's the use case when am i going to play it yep. um what h- how am i going to be feeling when i want to play it wavelength fits in so many of those buckets uh, when i'm just with a single person when i'm uh, with a party we're all drinking wine when i'm uh, meeting new people all of them fit very nicely into Wavelength uh, thing. Wavelength um, is a game in which you have uh, a... Let's call it a, a, a dilemma, a dichotomy. Um, yeah. uh, the yeah. um, uh, a, a binary. Is it? Yeah. Is yeah, it, yeah. Exactly. Or a, or a I mean. spectrum, I guess. Yes. I don't know. Probably more accurate. Um, from it. one end of something to yeah. another, yeah. a useless invention to a very very useful invention. Yeah. Uh, you have a big old dial, and one of you is given a target on it mm-hmm. to try and get um, your your teammate to point to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like, is it 100% one thing, or is it 100% the other thing, or is it maybe 20% one thing and 80%
1: the other thing? You know, that kind of it's 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 on that spectrum. Exactly. Somewhere. So if I were to say to you, uh, mechanical pencil. Do you think that is mostly a useful invention, or do you think it's mostly a... Where would you put that on the spectrum from useless invention to a useful invention? That's so hard, Matt. Yeah, like, I know I, it I'm is. I'm not playing Wavelength with you. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you get given the, the target, and it is like, it's not a completely useless invention. It's not a uh, completely useful invention. Right. You've got to gotta find a prompt... Uh, that I have to make up as the person who knows where the target is. That is somewhere in the middle, yep. um, and the joy revol- revolves around trying to tune into that other person's like opinions, wavelengths, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. trying to, and then feeding back on that. So you choose, and you go, no, <laughs> the mechanical pencils are completely useless invention. A pencil already exists, and then you might say, well, no, okay, but I get it, but they are always sharp. They are so much fun to click. Uh, So you get to know... So it's more
0: about the argument afterwards. Yeah, it's about the conversation
1: afterwards. The back and forth is really revealing. Um, uh, Not in a sort of information you don't want to venture away, but it's almost like spinning a dial, Mm. which is appropriate because there is a big dial in the game um it's a big game show dial yeah, um, yeah it's like uh, a wheel of fortune, wheel of fortune of something, or something yeah, yeah. Um, i think
0: my favorite wavelength story when i played it because um, i have a copy as well i do love that game um was like the prompt was um a small number to a big number yeah <laughs> and i think we were playing with um i can't remember we were playing with but i remember them uh i think well oh, we were playing with my partner's uh, little sister i think i can't remember. No struggling so yeah so we were playing with a group of group of friends and somebody kind of had a big number to a small number and they were sat there really pensive thinking like you know furrowing the, uh, their brows like oh what could it be and we were thinking right, oh, this is so relative right a big number is infinity it's a small really, uh, number is yeah. minus infinity <laughs> it can go absolutely anywhere yeah and they thought for so long and then just went okay i got it 63 on earth is that i have no idea i'm 63 (laughs) whereas that is just like absolutely dumbfounded and they like thought it through um, and just came up with
1: this totally random number that was just absolutely nowhere nothing um but it's it's great yeah and then you get to have a conversation afterwards and try and figure out what the thought process was behind the clue um and that People play Wavelength for hours upon hours mm-hmm. with no victor, or not finding out whether they won because in the two-player game it's co- fully cooperative. And You can play the game fully cooperative, or you can play it in mm. teams. Yep. Um, uh, you know the people play it for hours and hours, never having checked the score. The best <laughs> nights of Wavelength I've ever I've ever uh, kind of like played are the ones where you're kind of drink you're drinking wine, and at some point you stop paying attention to who's on whose team. Yeah, Yeah. Um, you stop paying attention to the score you, and everyone's just ready to have the next, the next go because all it did was a, a spark a wave, a, like a 10-minute wave of conversation um, that everyone was excited about and suddenly then uh, you hone back into the thing. So um, like uh, as, a, as a two, you're doing that, but you're sort of like, you know, you're, you're, you're going backwards and forwards, sort mm-hmm. of like learning about each other, which I mm-hmm. think is what I want from a, a date game
0: nice okay so that's our recommendations then for a two-player game for a date game we want to go something kind of small and light like a timelines or a code names
1: mm-hmm.
0: um something kind of fun conversation starting like a wavelength something really stupidly hard yeah like a trivial pursuit genus edition from 1983 <laughs> um or something that puts you out of your comfort zone like an escape room and if you really really want to commit to the person um really long classic rpg so <laughs> yeah, if, if
1: you're basically already there and you just want to so, sort of like um uh you know find out the the path you're on you know you know you've Go. got to
0: start finding your. are roles. they the one let's I, put them in divinity let's, uh, let's <laughs> Play start about finding Baldur's the gate. roles <laughs>
1: yeah exactly <laughs> can enough. i can i cast a fireball accidentally explode this person and then forgive me um, <laughs> <laughs> that's love <laughs> How was your January? How was your start of the year? January is—it's um, too cold in it. Uh, let's be honest. Yeah. Other than that, you know, it's a—it's a hopeful start to the year. You know, Good. looking forward. Yep. Uh, and and I think mainly looking forward to warmer climate. Like yeah, warm, yeah. No one, no of...
0: one's in January going like, I'm just loving January right now. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> thinking, oh, January's the start of the year. Yeah. The rest of the year is the important part.
1: It's got Blue um, Monday in it, you know, the sort of like the biggest, the most depressing uh, 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 kind of day of, uh, of the year. You say, say that? So
0: actually, this Blue Monday was actually a really, really um, fun one um, for me because actually the day before Blue Monday, mm-hmm. we ran the Game Swap that we talked about on the podcast yeah. uh, last month, which is now twice a biannual, twice yearly event um that is kind of headed up by the amazing um Ruth over at the Treehouse Board King Cafe. Um and, and Patriot Games kind of let us help, hold it in their big space. Yeah. Um this month um saved just like they did six months ago as well uh, in the middle of 2022 and it was a good job we were in that space yeah. because that sunday <laughs> it was so busy we had so many people come down to the game swap raise money for charity swap their unwanted games pick up somebody else's unwanted games that actually they really wanted to play yeah um and What I found out that Monday, that Blue Monday, the terrible one, which is everyone's very very sad, um, was that we actually raised over two and a half thousand pounds for Roundabout Sheffield on that one day, on that one event, which was like five hours, Um, and it's just incredible to raise that amount of money for charity. Yeah, Um, it's yeah and it was it's over that's you know over 800 pounds more than we did last time yeah as well. yeah i was gonna say um, that's, a,
1: that's a heck of a high score
0: yeah yeah so absolutely fantastic thank you everybody that, it, who may have come down or traded in some games or donated a bit of money um really appreciate it feedback was really good as well for people that came down and we'll see you again in june july for yes. another one of them i guess
1: basically it's, it's it we're on a twice a uh, twice what? a year timer now yeah we're we're, we're just going to keep swapping the games yeah uh now that they're a regular thing people can start planning on like i'll look after this game and i'm going to take it back once i've played it for for six months exactly
0: you know you know you know what? if you want to take it to a charity shop sure go ahead and do that but charity shops have got a load of old games mm. Whereas we'll have <laughs> you would probably be able to pick up a fun a more fun one um if you give it to us no, it's it, fine. this give is it's a charity.
1: community of of gamers that are coming to 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 Patriot, right like yeah. it, it, they they are coming in and you know that they've got the goods and oh, yeah. you know uh you've got the goods at home and so it like well I mean everyone's so excited when they go down there mm. um I you was could there. Pick up some bargains I Absolutely. was there at five two opening okay and the, the the queue was out the door
0: <laughs> yeah like yeah, it, was.
1: it was everyone was so excited to get in there and get some get some deals didn't and, stop for
0: an hour and a half like you
1: exactly yeah. and better yet almost everyone I saw on that line had three or four games to put, put yeah. down on the table before they went round seeing everyone else's games bringing them out it was great yeah
0: it was, it was it was it was awesome and we had some absolutely banging donations as well that obviously got snapped up very quickly um my pick of the event was a first edition copy of legend of the five rings with all expansion pass expansion packs
1: what like which is that's um,
0: mental that's a big game
1: yeah not big, only big is game. that a big game it's a game that's been accrued over time yeah like yeah. you couldn't just buy all of Legend of the Five Rings. No. It was an event that went on over years. Yeah. You had to turn up to events to play it. You had to 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 sort of like uh, the the narrative would change and the, who won those events would change the the story of Legend of the Five Rings. It that is a document of history,
0: right? And oh my god, the amount of cards that were included in this thing was uh, that was one of the most important things. It was how much it weighed, oh, yeah, right? I was like, you know, I think, but unfortunately, somebody somebody did snap it up, and they did know
1: what it was, and I'm um, sure it's going to be well loved. I well so, Yeah, so, I mean, like that's a museum piece right there. I wish I don't know if there is a a, a museum of board games, but it deserves not, to be in it
0: gap in the market man. Gap in Can the market. I,
1: how, how was your January do you get up to anything fun um yeah I like i um, the, the game swap was a big a big thing you know yep. I, I I picked up a bunch of games and I, I like we, we played uh, one I haven't played before when we we got back mm-hmm. um and and that was lovely yeah it was it was a really nice day um also I am um, I ended up going to a um uh, a, a show I don't normally go to like um you know uh comedy shows and things like that normally I'll be working in an evening or Mm -hmm. you know it's just it's just one of those things that I don't I I don't tend to 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 do a lot Mm -hmm. but I, I I went down to to Dina Um, which is a a barged off Fitz Island Square and like performance space. Importantly, I think, I think um, Dina is best known as essentially like one of Sheffield's like thriving, like Mm. it's the contemporary
0: um, art space, isn't it? Exactly. It's the the place where you see performance art, you see live art, you see um, experimental music, you see all sorts of
1: weird and wonderful stuff that you wouldn't see anywhere else. Um, And uh, I went down there and saw um, uh, something called uh, the forbidden playroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was essentially like this weird kind of panel game show, you know, like you see on on, on TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whose line is anyway, or that sort of thing. More like Mock of the Week st- style, right? I, I, like yeah, yeah. a wild, madcap game uh, game show uh, aesthetic, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's called the Forbidden Playroom. It's all mm-hmm. set within. Um, this uh, magical playroom, this place that doesn't let people out, and you as the audience have been captured by it, mm-hmm. and it, uh, it insists on having a, a weird game show play out before you, before it will let you go. Um, and uh, yeah, it was um, brilliant, there were like four performers, I heard, heard some poetry, mm-hmm. I heard, uh, saw some magic, comedy, uh, like stand-up comedy, and also just the whole thing was a, an absolutely wild, raucous uh, kind of game show uh, 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 nightmare lit by green light. It was so weird, um, but it sounds I, like I everything.
0: It. I feel like you hit every genre. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Every medium. It's
1: like I did a, a, a whole tour of the, of kind of fringe arts uh, <laughs> while I was in this strange extra dimensional playroom. It yes. was great. I really enjoyed myself. Um, I went down to, to, to Dina to do that, um, and uh, yeah, like um, I might make a habit of it. Just you know, popping down and seeing some uh, some weird. Out their comedy at Dina because you know I uh, know it's not, sp- I, I didn't play a game but I was asked to because there were uh, quick fire rounds and the audience was super close to the, to the performers and it was yep. super really, uh, it was really intimate um, like I was asked to just I was, uh, and Mike was thrust upon me and I, I had to give a, a trivia question just out of the blue. Oh, wow. Oh. For one of the guests. Uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, what did you do? What did I say? I said, in The Muppet's Christmas Carol, how many ghosts is Scrooge visited by? Oh, uh, um, five. You're damn right. Yes. It's yes. on. Because people will often say three. Um, if you ask people how many uh, ghosts was... Ghostbusters, uh, exactly, yep. um, there, there's a second layer there, yep. uh, <laughs> which I um, I very much enjoyed, um, uh, and it took a minute, but yeah, you know, they got they got it as well. It's, you ju-
0: you'd just watched Muppet Christmas Carol before.
1: I I had I had been thinking about the fact that everyone thinks that. Scrooge is visited by <laughs> by three ghosts. When actually, he's he's visited by four. Nice. Um, and then in the Muffet's Christmas Carol, there's a fifth. So uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that yeah, like that was uh, that was a very enjoyable uh, night out. There were all sorts of raucous capers. Um, and it, it barely falls under the under the uh, in the realm of gaming, but it was uh pretty good fun. So um, as as a, as a kind of quiz game show, I uh, really enjoyed it. Nice. So, what's going on this month, Connor? Uh, what can uh, the lovely listeners expect oh. to find if they go out and about in Sheffield this month of February and uh, and want to get involved with some stuff?
0: Well, fe- so February half-term is actually coming way sooner than you expect, um, oh, but between, no. the 11th, oh, no, between the 11th, I know, between the 11th and the 19th of February, um, the MVM is going to be doing some special half-term kind of activities, because they are open every single day, if you're looking for something to take the kids to, you're not sure what to do, mm. you've got them, they're not at school, and oh, oh I'm panicking, where do I take them going out to the nvm they've got an exhibit which is actually a collaboration between the nvm in sheffield and cern the CERN the, the one that
1: the, the Hadron Collider guys
0: yeah 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 the physics scientists that nearly destroyed the world with their black hole do you remember that <laughs> yeah, like oh
1: no they're going to create a black hole and they're all going to die
0: that, those people um, I'm sure they're known for way cooler stuff than that now yeah. um, but that's all I remember when I was a kid um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so they're, they are uh, the NVM's working with them to basically kind of CERN are doing really cool stuff in VR and kind of giving tours of the large Hadron Collider in VR that I think you might even be able to experience at the MVM on one of those cool in the February half term. Um, but also, they're going to be the MBM is going to be doing a whole new kind of a bundle, which is their kind of collection of games that explore certain themes. But they're going to be one all about physics, physics in games. Oh, cool. Certain they, they're physics scientists, yeah. right? They look to study physics. So they're going to look at physics in games. Um, so they've got a few games lined up for it. I think um, I don't know all of them. Uh, obviously, they're going to be playing a bit of Gang Beasts, which is yeah. obviously the game that I work on, because um, that's a strong physics game. Um, but also, they're going to be playing Loco Roco. Loco Roco is going to be exhibited um at the NVM, um, okay. which is a fantastic PlayStation Portable game oh, from like wow. 2005 2006 um, that just has the most adorable soundtrack you've ever seen. You play a little blob and you just blob around on a screen. You just blob around.
1: just That sounds like my kind of game to Yeah, I
0: think it would be. Um, so, that's <laughs> th- that's happening all about physics, all about CERN uh here in Sheffield at the NVM. Um, in addition, they will also be doing a special exhibit about um, Masayuki Wemera as well. Um, and the way that he changed games he was a big fan of the museum big support of the museum um he even came down to the museum back in february 2020 just before covid and mm. gave a talk to a few lucky people i was very fortunate to be in the audience there unfortunately um when Mar-san died um last year um so they're going to be mm-hmm. kind of launching a special exhibit celebrating his work and his life work um in video games he was so influential we wouldn't be the video games it, it, landscape would not be where it is without his work
1: yeah it's some of those initial console designs it's just it's Absolutely. It, it's just all all him yep um yep. With his fingerprints all over it cool. um yeah that sounds great I, um i i really i really want to try out that that, that tour of the uh, Hadron Collider for a mm. start. APR. I don't know if this is true. You might know better than I do. Um, but when I was a kid, I went to a, a talk about game physics. Okay. And it was about um, uh, the, one of the things that I took away from it was that they asked the audience to guess what the most sophisticated and accurate physics engines were. What mm-hmm. kind of games um, had the most phys- sophisticated and accurate physics engine, you know, the, the, yeah. they said, like, maybe space flight or maybe um, uh, maybe sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, platform games or something, you know, that sort of thing. Is it? Um, I'm going to guess, before you say yeah, something, yeah. this is my guess, is it going to be driving games? It's not. It not might, it? The thing is, it might be now, Right. but back then it was snooker. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay, interesting. It was, I guess that makes sense. It was like cuz cuz all the a lot of the time went yeah. into making snooker games, you know, uh make the the sort of like friction Mm. have a believable effect on, on on how far the balls went and things that is. tracks yeah. that tracks um, so uh, and not just friction but of course like you know how one ball hitting into two separate balls how how like yep. um, how far are they going to travel what directions are they going to travel there's all sorts of strange like uh, Newton's cradle physics to to think about there smart made sense to me at the time might literally not be true anymore like those um, uh, <laughs> like those uh, genius uh, trivial pursuits um, yeah, yeah. questions Questions may well be out of date information
0: fully wrong <laughs> fully wrong <laughs> maybe i'll uh,
1: find out at the mvm
0: yeah, exactly. So, what, what else is going on, Matt? What do you do? You know of anything coming up in February?
1: Uh, well, I can speak to the treehouse. The um, uh, we we've got a, a, a kind of a, a raft of things going on during February. First, we got uh, on on the fifth. We got the treehouse quiz, mm-hmm. um, as as always. Um, that is um, on the Sunday, and uh, it's like one of the hardest quizzes in Sheffield. And I don't mean that in a kind of genius trivial pursuit way. These are kind of brain teasers of um, uh, that can be cryptic, they can be esoteric. Yes, they can be uh, about uh, news uh, that you have to have a a kind of a a modicum of... uh, context for, yep. rather than just knowing the headlines. Um, it's uh, it's it's really good. Everyone should experience it, even if they uh, even if to just have a good time because there's no like judgment if you don't do well. It's not one of those things where who got the worst score, you know that sort <laughs> of thing. Um, but yeah, that, like it, it, it's really good fun. Um, on the on the 12th we've got Playtest UK, mm. um, which uh, is is a an event that bounces between the tree in Sheffield bounces between the Treehouse and Patriot. Um, it's where uh, kind of but in game designers can go to uh, to, to, to uh, use uh, or to, to meet other game designers, talk about game design and test out their um, prototypes uh, that they're working on. Um, you don't have to be a game designer. You can just want to go and play their prototypes. Uh, but uh, it is something that's going on uh, on Sunday the 12th. Nice and then you'll see a pattern here uh, Sunday the 19th we have our social gaming event um, that uh, those tickets have just gone on sale and it is uh, the social gaming is where a bunch of people who don't know each other um, all buy a ticket and they go in but there is a community now that's formed and, and has been forming since the start that we, we started these events um, who know, didn't know each other at the start but now sometimes go for a pint beforehand or go for a pint afterwards yeah. and meet new people there uh, each time there's a kind of round Robin you play a game you move on to another table different people and you play a different game um, and uh, you know just learn to play a bunch of games with people who you don't know meet some new people um, and this time the theme is racing games some of the best games in the treehouse are racing games mm-hmm. um, so uh, I think it's going to be an absolute corker to be honest it's going to be uh, like a, a, a really really entertaining you'll learn a lot of uh, cool game mechanics uh, for a start
0: Cool. other things happening this month are the yorkshire games fest um actually over at the in bradford so not technically a sheffield event but it's yorkshire wide and mm-hmm. um, that's happening in from oh, i think between the 4th and the 11th so not sheffield's half town holiday but actually the week before because that's what they have in bradford um and there are going to be some really cool game talks happening on the 9th and 10th actually so if you are interested in games and maybe you want to change your career or start a career in games uh, there's some really interesting talks there for kind of you know early career kind of games people oh amazing and games so definitely go have a look at those on the 9th and the 10th really good networking opportunities there as well and okay so this event is happening sometime in february we don't have the date yet they've not said the date <laughs> but i've got to that's talk the about mystery. it yeah that's the mystery uh, and if you are if you've gotten to this point in the podcast and you are still listening um, and you want to go to an absolutely bonkers event? There's probably nearly as bonkers as the uh, the the, the, forbidden the forbidden playroom meltdown esports bar. Um, are going to be running a horse racing event, right? You ever been to one of these like 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 oh, we're going to have horse racing on the TV screen and we're going to kind of bet on which horse is going to win? I've never been to one of no. them. Okay, they're, they're really fun. They're really fun. It's kind of like gambling. You have like a bookies. You know, yeah. it's that kind of like horse races kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but really tongue in cheeks, not really. Maybe it's for money, I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, but instead of uh actually having horse races or greyhound races and stuff, they're going to be using the Cinema Kaiba series and Cinema Kyber, game designers in, in Japan. Okay, and their series of games called the Japan World Cup. Okay, I don't know how far to go with this, whether I want to spoil <laughs> it for you or okay. not. Um, well no I'm going to have to I'm going to talk about it so the Japan World Cup is a horse racing kind of series of horse races yeah um, but like made in a game engine Right, um, and instead of just horses having the race,
1: yeah,
0: stuff happens. <laughs> okay, weird stuff happens, and it's not necessarily horses. Sometimes it's a giraffe. As horses, sometimes it's a giraffe <laughs> in a car. Um, right, <laughs> um, and 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 things happen as the race goes on as well. That kind That's of change brilliant. it up a bit. Yeah, uh, it's like wacky races, but like it's wacky, 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 wacky. wacky <laughs> races. It's absolutely okay. crazy. Um, Unhinged races. Yeah, so like just have a, maybe have a quick Google or YouTube for japan world cup and just see like a highlight reel don't watch any more don't spoil it for you <laughs> just go down to meltdown sometime in february and um play the cinema Wo- cinema Kaiba japan world cup because it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious and i think doing it in a bar full of people as well was going to be even even fun so even yeah fun,
1: so. oh that sounds amazing and uh so we don't know the date yet um, no,
0: I don't think they've set the date yet. I think it's currently it's, provisional, it's currently, currently TBC. Um, so maybe I've gone a bit premature talking about it happening this month. Um, I mean,
1: but we, we we needed that information to, to, to get to you.
0: Yeah, I yeah. could not have let this podcast go by without talking about that opportunity. Because if, if it had happened, right, and I hadn't talked about it, I'd feel distraught because I would have stolen something from all of our listeners. <laughs> which is the opportunity to experience this absolutely bonkers game and it's probably it's a perfect setting for it.
1: Well, stay tuned to Meltdown social media to find out when that's uh, happening yeah. uh, even by the time you hear this it, we might already have a date on the board so yeah. um, uh, go over to uh, I, I would say like Meltdown's Facebook page and yes. uh, and, and, and stay tuned there um, because uh, you will find out. Uh, speaking of of, of of finding out soon um, okay. there is uh, a uh, same venue actually that I went to before I, I just remembered okay. uh, Dina uh, there is a games related I, I I actually mentioned it on the last podcast Mm -hmm. but it's this podcast might go out on the 1st of february Mm -hmm. so um (laughs) uh if you are listening to this early on the 3rd of february at dina there is going to be an improvised uh role-playing like fantasy role-playing themed uh comedy show um uh, called side quest it is a game in which the audience rolls a big dice (laughs) and what comes out on the top dictates you know uh, whether the hero is a villain or a good guy, whether or not they uh, succeed in jumping across a chasm, um, whether or not they decide to... Uh, uh, they, they manage to create a a pastry, a pasty so spicy that it blows the villain's head off. Um, it, 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 it's, I do that. <laughs> it's great fun. I mean, if someone told me that it killed a villain, I'd be like, maybe I'll have a little yeah. crumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Um, uh, that's happening on the 3rd um, uh, you know it's early on so I'm uh, hoping you get the uh, get the information but you know it's uh, it, it's always a good night nice
0: awesome awesome and that's what's happening in february if there's anything we've missed and um, please let us know we would love to share it uh on all of the sheffield gaming social channels such as at sheffield gaming on twitter at sheffield games on uh instagram as well um and over on the sheffield.games website mm-hmm. uh, that's it for us this month uh we'll be back again next month to talk about all the cool exciting events happening in march uh but before we go matt if people want to They hear more of you over the next month. Where can they do that?
1: Uh, You can go uh, to uh, Twitter at Matt Speaks Words. Um, You can listen to my other podcast, which is Life's a Pitch Podcast, which is where I invent... Uh, movies based on titles given to us by uh, our audience and we have to try and tell you what happens in the movie uh, having never seen the title before um, and um, uh, you can go over to the Treehouse Board Game Cafe um, come down uh, book ahead we're, we're very busy at the moment but it's um, it's, it's worth it because we've got so many good games in at the moment just a whole raft of, of really good ones have just come in um, so uh, yeah, go over there uh, in addition please contact us like uh, at Sheffield Gaming on Twitter yep. and um, and Sheffield Games are, uh, at Insta- on Instagram is that yes, right? Yes they uh,
0: should be the same it was a mistake same. we made when we setting <laughs> it up okay um, maybe one day we'll we'll bring them together but.
1: Um, tell us your experience of uh, events in Sheffield Gaming um, uh, tell us uh, if you went to any of these events tell us how you're getting on uh, uh, like the uh, Yorkshire Games Festival especially uh, mm. I want to know how that goes on because I'll, I'll be away and I'll be missing that I'm really upset <laughs> um, but uh, yeah and also if you have anything for, for next month that you're like planning if you are uh, planning to go somewhere that you think that that, that we would like to talk about, or like to, that you think we're going to miss, then uh, please tell us over there, we love tip-offs uh, over on that, uh, through those channels
0: Yes, and if you don't do it uh, over on the Sheffield Gaming channel you can also reach out to me um, so I am at Chronocleon on Twitter um, and uh, on various other social channels uh, masquerading as the video game gang beasts um, <laughs> so if you want to reach out to me on tiktok go yeah,
1: right ahead why not that's a fine I, I like tiktok I, I, can't, I can't help noticing that you're much more um, popular when you're masquerading as a, as a meat bloke yeah um, I
0: am right yeah, yeah. you've got
1: much more followers when you're a big red guy
0: what does that say about me <laughs> alright all right, well, we'll see you all next month bye
1: Thanks for listening to the Sheffield Gaming Podcast. For more information on the Sheffield Games Collective, follow us over at Sheffield Gaming on Twitter, Sheffield Games on Instagram, and at our website, sheffield.games. Our incredible intro and outro were provided to us by Harley over at harleylikesmusic.com.